Ashton got mad at me for having lactose intolerance. <laughs> you get mad at me for my issues all the time. You mean? <laughs> Careful with the movement of your microphone there. Yeah, that sounds real zesty. Just for you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hi, and welcome back to I'll Tell You What. I'm Ashlyn Brand. And I'm Miranda Brand. <laughs> you announce yourself as Miranda Brand all the time. Yeah, but Miranda Brand flows off the tongue better than your name. <laughs> I was named first, so she can suck it. You were just born first, Ashlyn. There was no choice in the matter. I mean, there kind of was. I mean, you could you could have tried. That's all I'm saying. What? <laughs> Big news, guys. We got our first email. Woo! Woo! Granted, it's someone we both personally know. It's the mysterious Michael Murphy. Ooh. That was my mysterious noise. I love it. Um, he he sent us, uh, to quote Josh, the longest email ever written. <laughs> and we appreciate it. We appreciate every email ever written, but especially this one. No, I, I'm not going to say we appreciate every email ever written. Miranda's had some bad emails. To us, maybe. But, <laughs> however, I will say it is the longest email I've ever seen, which is great. It's kind of funny. I didn't know someone could make such a long list out of... It just, just, he just goes on. It's amazing. It truly is. So, Marina, why don't you read off some of those questions so we can answer them? Oh, yes. Um, his first question was, what does oof mean? And I don't know if he's talking about I oof or the fact that I just keep going oof. The fact that we both keep saying oof probably um, is. Because I oof is the independent order of odd fellows, like we discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, and oof is just... An expression of pain. A, an expression of pain. Basically, when like someone tells you like, oh, they died or something, you're like, oof. Yes. And then uh, his, his <laughs> next question for you is, um, or us, I guess. Uh, can I join the Secret Society of Odd Freemason Mad Kettle Petter Fellows? Uh, Secret Society. I think I've got some good secret handshake ideas and a, a logo. We'll make him Secretary he, of State. What the greatest <laughs> thing is... In this email, he added episode references. This dude did his research. He listened. I felt so seen. I was like, wow, he actually listens <laughs> to it. So uh, a little plugging for Michael here is <laughs> he uh, he has his own uh, conspiracy show on Michael Murphy Conspiracy Hour every night on Facebook for and, an hour. And the thing is, he fact checks nothing. He literally just... It's just wild speculation. Like literally wild and speculation. It's amazing. It just talks for an hour. I don't know how he talks for an hour without really like falling short at all. I know. Well, I guess you just have to have that kind of personality. It's true. Neither of us have good personalities. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, um, guys. You picked the wrong he, he, thing to see. Yeah, he to. had a lot of uh, he had a lot of really great funny comments. Um, my favorite comment that he made was um, number three. I think you both laugh a little too hard about dead babies and dead people in gen- general. And then he references every episode that we've laughed at dead babies or people. <laughs> <laughs> episode one, well, five, like, and six. Well, and, and now, I, 14. <laughs> well, okay, so I explained to him uh, why, uh, we laugh at why we laugh <laughs> at <laughs> things. Uh, and I explained it as our... Uh, our fatalistic sense of humor that is a product of the times in which we are living. It also might be just We uncomfy to, with our emotions. Yeah, it also might be the <laughs> uncomfiness, but I'm pretty sure it's mostly the fatalistic humor. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure we just think death is hilarious. 
<laughs> he also made a number of uh, great suggestions. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we didn't do any of them for today. Oh, no, I did. Oh, actually, Ashlyn chose one for today's yeah. episode. It's a surprise one. I didn't tell you what it was, but... Yeah, she yeah. didn't tell me a dang thing. He, he sent us a, a lot of... A dang thing. He sent us a lot of suggestions for uh, future episodes, and I plan on doing them all. Yes. Uh, and I'll let you guys know when we're doing a Michael Murphy suggestion because I'll make a comment saying this is a Michael Murphy suggestion. And this is Michael Murphy, our personal friend, not not the famous one. Yet. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's and, quite uh, honestly the funniest person we've ever met. So Yeah, and honestly I keep uh I keep saying his name, his full name, because he expressly told us we could. So I, I, that's great. In, in that email. Yeah. I read that. <laughs> Remember, we were we were concerned about his. However, you know, you know, he, when he listed out joining the the secret society of the odd Freemason fellow mm-hmm. caterpillar, the secret society of odd Freemason mad caterpillar fellows. That's I like what it. He wrote it out. If we ever make like a Patreon or something, then there we go. That'll be the name of it. There'd yeah. be no mistaken. We can make little pins to send people. That could be like one of the Patreon tiers. Angry caterpillars with triangles on them. We can find something better. <laughs> we'll need to check that logo he has for us. <laughs> oh, yes. He said he had a logo for us. I know. Quite intriguing. Mm. Uh, any other questions from our dear friend? No, he only sent two questions. The rest were observations or critiques. And you know what? And we suggestions. Yeah. We, we like feedback. We appreciate it. Apparently, he doesn't like the fact we left a dead baby. <laughs> oh, God, I'm sorry. Hey, he didn't stop watching, despite the laughing at Listening. dead babies. Uh, no, that one, that one was an uncomfy laugh a little bit. But also, sometimes we have to laugh, otherwise we'd cry. I said listening because you said watching. Yeah, because my brain doesn't work past... You're the one who makes At any point in time, let's be honest. I was going to say past like 10, and in reality, it was not. And excuse you, for the past half hour, I was waiting on you. Boom. I've been waiting on you all day. Leave me alone. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. So, Miranda, I'll tell you what. What? I'll tell you about a Michael Murphy conspiracy that is... There's more than one Michael. Ah! No, there's only one Michael Murphy. Any right. others that you've heard of are wrong. Even the famous ones. Especially the... They other, don't actually the exist. Celebrities yeah. are fake. No, that that is actually a Michael Murphy conspiracy. Anyway. <laughs> The lizard people. Uh, No, but this conspiracy is that mattress firm is a front for a massive. Yeah, I'm going to say this. This conspiracy is that mattress firm is a front for a massive money laundering scheme. Do they put money in the mattresses? (laughs) Someone actually made that joke. It's like a new way of hiding money under the the mattress. But no. Uh, So this... uh, Conspiracy theory really gained traction in about 2018 Mm -hmm. uh, via a Reddit post. But first, I'm going to explain what money laundering is. It's when you put the laundry in the washing machine and you wash it and then you put it in the dryer and you dry it. And then you iron it and make it look all crispy and nice. No, but not. Not no. (laughs) No, but not no. Okay. So money laundering, the definition is... uh, the concealment of the origins of illegally obtained money. Typically, this happens through transferring money through foreign banks or through legitimate businesses. Yeah, yeah, that's that's actually what I, yeah. I actually know. I was 
making a joke. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I went on to say, uh, quite literally, it is a way of cleaning money so criminals can actually spend the money they make through illicit means. Hmm. Illicit. Kind of like when you go to the laundromat and you put your dollar in the little machine and you get the coins out. Yeah. So if that was a counterfeit dollar, it's no longer your problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the beginnings of this conspiracy, and this isn't really, this isn't really the beginnings, but this is the one that got a lot of publicity. Um, so on the subreddit r slash ask reddit on Sunday, January twenty first, twenty eighteen, uh, a since deleted user asked, "What conspiracy theory do you one hundred percent buy into, and why?" And one user replies. Mattress Firm is some sort of giant money laundering scheme. They are everywhere and always empty. I remember seeing four mattress firms all on each corner of an intersection once. There was no way there is such a demand for mattresses. Later on, the user edited his response saying, A few people seem confused. I'm talking multiple of the same mattress stores all in the proximity to each other, not different mattress companies. Like if there were four different companies all next to each other, but... Uh, I'd get it, but these are the same company. It's kind of like um, Starbucks in New York. I'm just kidding. <laughs> a little One bit. One every corner. But in, and actually I'll bring up Starbucks later. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. It's, it's actually just a comparison, but yeah. I'm okay, about to say. <laughs> How should I frequent too often? I can't stop now. I'm going to. I'm in too deep. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to do a conspiracy theory over Starbucks. They're out there. So I'll have to do one at some point. Um, but the user then posted a link to a Google map that showed three mattress firms within 500 feet of each other. And other Redditors then added their own observance of this phenomenon. Like? Like uh, looking up their own locations and... Uh, seeing how many mattress firms are in Seeing that there were a bunch of mattress firms like right near each other. I don't know if there's a bunch right next to each other here, but a lot of like... Strip Not malls are currently, but yeah. there uh, used to be. Yeah. I mean, I think it's because mainly a lot of our strip malls are pretty spread out because it's the Midwest. Yeah. Well, actually, a lot of this uh, was observed in places like, uh, is it Boise or Boys, Idaho? I think it's Boise. Boise. <laughs> I've never heard anyone question how Boise was pronounced. I, I don't know. My brain <laughs> is doesn't really Is it Boise, work. Idaho? I don't go to Idaho, okay? Ashland is a foreign uh, entity to, to, Amer- anyway, to, 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 to the world. Hush. Uh, Boise, Idaho, and uh, Chicago of the Illinois Chicago's. <laughs> Chicago! <laughs> None of this makes any sense. But no, Boise, Idaho, and uh, Chicago, Illinois observed this phenomenon especially so like they're in the midwest as well Mm -hmm. so i think if we spent more time in like the metropolitan kansas city back then we might have seen more but uh we're suburbanites so we're lame yes we don't get out much right uh and the original comment of the mattress firm conspiracy was actually uh deleted eventually and so yeah, no, that that was the joke, is that a lot of Redditor, or some Redditors said that they suspected it may be due to some goons that were out to get the original poster, which I just thought was funny, but they also thought it was funny. They weren't serious. And yet, dun, dun, dun. Okay, 
So the facts. And I'm saying the facts because Ashlyn needs to take the fun out of everything. Yeah. Yeah, I do. All right. So mattress firm history. That's why we're getting history lesson in mattresses. No. uh, So Mattress Firm is an American mattress store founded on July 4th, 1986 in Houston, Texas. Really? The 4th of July? In Houston, Texas. Wow, they really made this seem really illegitimate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, By Harry Roberts, Paul Stork, and Steve Fendrick. Made up names. Don't believe it. I think they looked around the room and said, oh, there's a Stork. My last name is Stork now. (laughs) No. Yep. According to their Vault.com company history, they pooled their resources to buy a downtrodden spot in a Houston strip center. Yeah, I don't know why it used such a colorful language. Downtrodden I know. (laughs) It really paints a picture. And the thing is, that was the only thing on their Vault.com background, except for one other key piece of information that I will bring up later. I'm sorry, was, was their point trying to make it sound urban without saying urban? I don't know. Because it sounds like some rich white man's version of saying urban. A downtrodden. <laughs> Honestly, I did not look that far into it. I just kept reading that, hey, these three guys started Mattress Firm, and here we are now. Over the years, Mattress Firm has acquired many other businesses, including Mattress Pro in 2007, Sleep Train in 2014, huh? Mattress Barn in 2016, Sleepies in 2015 and sleep america in 2016 this becomes important i know it sounds like i'm going through a needless business lecture but I, I literally have only heard of besides mattress firm i've i've really only heard of one other like place and i can't even name it right now i can't think <laughs> of it which is funny because nowadays you know that we have like the online retailers yeah send me the mattress i don't want to go to the store that's actually a big point. I will bring that up later. Ooh. It's all connected. I'm really good at just... I think I'm psychic, Ashlyn. I'm just... <laughs> Psychotic, so maybe. Ma- <laughs> Rude. <laughs> so in September of 2016, Mattress Firm was acquired by a company called Steinhoff International. And... In 2015, Berkshire Partners, a group that invested in mattress firms, stated that there were more than 3,500 stores nationwide. That's a lot of mattress firms. That is a lot of anything. Because, see, in, in 2016, the podcast Freakonomics released an episode on, potential, on a potential mattress store bubble, stating that, the U- that in the U.S. there were an estimated 9,000 mattress stores. Meaning that if mattress firm had 3,500 of them that's more than a third of all mattress stores in the United States Uh, but they then compared it to the estimated 12,700 Starbucks locations yeah but Starbucks is more like widely needed or frequented the main difference between the two industries is that some people buy coffee multiple times a day whereas most people only buy a mattress about once a decade I've never bought a mattress I sleep on the cold hard floor I'm just kidding I just get hand-me-down mattresses it took me well over 15 years to replace my mattress that we got when I was yeah. Well, I was 10, so I yeah, to, it, it was 15 years. I need but. to bite the bullet and buy a mattress, but like an adult. I'm going to turn 25 don't. this year soon. 
I'm, I've already got one foot in the grave and I'm 26. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no>. Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of people uh, buy Starbucks more often than they buy mattresses. Me. <laughs> Anyone in the United States. Yes, but mainly me. I'm just even, kidding. Even I do. And I I'm certain there's someone out there that, that buys Starbucks. Starbucks more than I do. Yeah, someone. someone who actually drinks coffee, you mean? Yeah. That's the weird thing. I don't even drink coffee. <laughs> she just gets their chai tea. Well, that and right now there's s'mores frappuccino. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. Everyone's ripping off of Caribou's Campfire Mocha, and I'm not here for it. Oh, no, but this one has, like, no coffee in it, so it's so much better. No, that You can add worse. shots, but uh, last time I added a shot to anything, it tasted like ham. And I'm not going to get into that. What? I'm not getting into it. I don't know what don't you have to go through. Don't order dirty chais. They're not good. I don't know what you have to go through in order to make <laughs> coffee taste like ham, but okay. Don't order a dirty chai, Ashlyn. I have before. I'm crying. It was a traumatic experience. Except Starbucks. Uh, never mind. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to get into this. You leave them alone. They have the best chai. <laughs> I will fight you. Oh, it's not good. Okay. Caribou is the worst chai. Have you Your had abs- their, yes. their ice chai? It tastes like no, molasses. I haven't, I haven't had their ice chai. I've yeah. had the regular chai. The regular chai is amazing. Try their ice chai. It tastes like molasses. It's I don't disgusting. Get, I don't usually get ice chai. You should. It's the best. You're going to have to cut out like half this conversation. No, I'm going to leave this all it in. It stopped being interesting. It's like, very interesting. A paragraph ago. <laughs> okay. I'm so, passionate about this, Ashley. Why are you I never should have talked about Starbucks. <laughs> That's what we're learning here. Okay. Ooh. So. <sighs> but why mattresses? Getting <laughs> yeah, back why? on topic. Uh, mat- mattresses reportedly have a low overhead and historically had a profit margin of about 40 to 60%. In some cases, mattresses that cost $300 to make could be sold for over $3,000. Yeah. Which is like a 900% markup. (laughs) I'd rather buy a car. I know, right? I'll sleep in that. Uh, But. uh, Jeez. No, you're right. (laughs) Yeah, I'd rather own a car. Uh, But this would mean that a location would only have to sell a handful of mattresses a month to cover their rent. In in some cases, only about 20 mattresses. That's true. And so if they're selling one mattress every day, they're still coming out stinking rich. I really want to know the amount of people. I know, I know there's more people in the world than just right here. But in my mind, nobody's buying mattresses. Well, and the thing is, is that all of these mattress locations think- always appeared empty. That's I know. That's what I don't think I've ever seen a single about. person in a mattress store. Yeah. Unless it's like one of those fancy ones on the plaza where they let you schedule naps. Well, and see, that, that becomes my point, uh, is actually my next point. Uh, people reportedly became more curious about the surplus of mattress stores in 2016. And it was largely because there were mattress stores everywhere and no one could figure out why. Because they were always empty. <laughs> Leave it to 2016. That was a year. <laughs> Leave it to 2016 like, for people to be here? like, um, there's a lot of bad things happening in the world right now, but can we talk about how many mattress stores there are? I was going through something in 2016. Everyone so was I'm going through sure. something in 2016. Okay, but like... And someone turned around and said, um, yeah, 
But has anyone noticed how many mattress stores? <laughs> so there many are? people did. I found so many articles about this from like 2015 and 2016. I love that. that yeah, this this was They're like the thing. okay. There's so much bad going on. Let's just talk about this. Instead. Like, why is this weird thing happening? Weird. So, what what was particularly uh, odd was the fact that the mattress stores were also near each other, which kind of makes sense. Uh, since it's a marketing and branding tactic to open a location near a competitor brand, you know, like we have a Home Depot, a a literal street away from Lowe's, that sort of thing. But how did multiple mattress firms wind up across the street from each other? Uh, In 2016, then mattress firm CEO Kevin Murphy claimed that there was a method to the madness. Can he explain it? No, he cannot. <laughs> he he kind of tries to later, uh, he saying that, that roundabout way of saying that things? he he says they want to make sure that they are on people's minds when they're looking for a new mattress. Then put up a billboard. I know. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so, put up a sign. Oh my gosh. So was it crazy or not? It was crazy. <laughs> Well, in 2016, many of the mattress firm acquisitions were rebranded into mattress firm stores instead of simply shutting them down. Meaning that if their competitor, say Sleepies or what were some of the others? um, Snoozers. Mattress Barn. Sleep America. If those were already, already had stores across the street from them, then they would open. Or then they would be rebranded into a mattress firm. So instead of selling the location, they just turned it into another mattress firm. I don't know. Uh, But Business Insider even reported on the conspiracy theory, citing the Reddit thread and the comments claiming that multiple businesses would be a good way to shift money around. That literally sounds sketchy. Well, no, the Reddit thread was saying uh, that. Yeah. I got thrown off there. They were saying that it would be a good way to shift money around because money laundering. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded like you were trying to make a song out of it. Money laundering. Yeah. <laughs> I money will. Laundering. I'm going to yeah. start releasing my own music, Miranda. You better watch out. I haven't released any music. <laughs> I just keep writing really stupid, poorly done songs. But that's really what the world needs right now, Miranda. Be the hero you want to see in the world. Don't be stupid. Oh, sorry. So, going off of that, it seems kind of unlikely that it would be a money laundering scheme, though. Except, except when we get to Steinhoff, because Ooh. that's where things get complicated. Steinhoff is the company that oh. acquired Mattress Firm in 2016. Ah. So, Steinhoff is a global holding company that is based out of South Africa. It was founded in Westerstead, Germany, in 1964. That's so basically, the basically they, uh, they're a group of investors. Yay. Investment Yay, company. Boring. I know. But business, you know what's business, not boring? Numbers. <laughs> Is this working? <laughs> but you know what's not boring? $7 billion in fraud. No. Yeah. I was hoping you were going to give me $7 billion. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, cute. Uh, So, 
It was odd to analysts that the company bought Mattress Firm given the rising competition of online mattress retailers. And like better mattress retailers. We'll get into that. And that's the tea. No, just kidding. <laughs> well, towards the end of 2016, uh, as a result of this purchase, not necessarily as a result of this purchase, I should say, but in correlation, we'll say, I'll, I'll go that far. Um, okay. <laughs> towards the end of 2017, in correlation to this, I will say, the stock of Steinhoff dropped around 62% in a single day which took out approximately $15 billion of its market value. <gasps> That's a lot of money. <laughs> and it's scary for investment, uh, for investors. Yeah, but I'm not emotionally invested personally. <laughs> I know, because it's a bunch of millionaires throwing around a bunch of money for no reason. Just give me a free um, mattress and maybe I'll like you. <laughs> the company then proceeded to push back its end-of-the-year fiscal reports, citing accounting irregularities. Mm-hmm. In March of 2019, it was reported that a PwC investigation had found that Steinhoff had committed accounting fraud to the tune of $7.4 billion. Who's cooking the books? PwC refers to the company PricewaterhouseCoopers, a company that provides a myriad of services to its clients, including accounting. Just heads up. So they got, they noticed accounting irregularities. They hired an outside company to come in and look over their uh, financials. Like an accountant. Wow. But an outside accountant. Yeah. Not every company uses an outside accountant. And <laughs> what are you trying I to get out like here, Miranda? I, I just feel like you're trying to make this more interesting than it is. The accountant no. part. <laughs> I was trying to explain that they were that Steinhoff was trying to do this above board at mm. this point. Mm -hmm. So what PwC found was that there were fictitious or irregular transactions that artificially inflated Steinhoff's profit and asset values, which made them appear more attractive to clients. Basically, it wasn't a uh, financial error that actually gave them more money. What it was was just a financial error that made it look like they had more money. So that people would invest more in them. Mm. So it wasn't money laundering per Cheaters. se. Cheaters! But yeah, it, it was still illegal because you can't cook the books like that either. Mm -mm -mm. So apparently this fraud was conducted by a small group of executive managers within the group. And... Of course. So, was it mon money laundering? No. Not yet. <laughs> more like money dishwashing... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just money spot treating. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the fall of an empire. You're dramatic. I know. Okay. No, this entire set of notes is labeled evil mattresses. <laughs> Got to do things to keep to keep it fresh, Miranda. Well, with rebranding efforts, it appeared that. Uh, mattress firm probably wasn't paying attention to their real estate portfolio because they had stores everywhere. Mm -hmm. By 2018, they operated over 3,600 locations. Jesus. Unfortunately, these locations were in direct competition with each other. Yeah. 
data company Thinknum actually found that about 42.6% of all mattress firms retail locations were located within one mile of each other. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, now that you mention it, I think there may be on like just triangulating my position on Inglewood Road. Mm-hmm. I think there may be more than one mattress firm on that. There might be. Stretch a road over there. Well, we're we're getting to the point where they kind of shut a few of them down. Yeah, but I'm thinking of the road in my head and going, yeah. I know there's one over there. And I'm like, are there more there? There probably were, at least before uh, this next thing happened. Good golly. So, uh, but we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. I got to talk about the fall of the Empire, Miranda. We're going to go in order. It's not Star uh, Wars, Ashlyn. Jeez. Sorry, I could have made so many Star Wars jokes, but I chose not to for your sake and for our listeners who probably wouldn't find it funny for one person to be making jokes the other person didn't get. Anyway, you're outing me, Ashlyn. Stop it. Not everyone likes Star Wars, and you know what? It's okay, Miranda. You don't have to like Star Wars. I still think (laughs) you're okay. Uh, (laughs) Back to the future is where it's at. I just bought some meandy. Okay, I'll, I'll save that for mine. So. More than just the rebranding efforts, uh, Mattress Firm also focused more on commission-based selling as a way of upselling products, which did not translate well, especially as the online scene uh, became uh, started growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2014, Mattress Company Casper was founded. Ah, that's the one I was thinking yep. of earlier. Their approach was affordable mattresses that were sold online, not in brick-and-mortar stores. This meant that people were able to get their mattresses directly from suppliers without going through a commissioned middleman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do have some stores, though. Now they might, but they didn't. They didn't. Start I think off they with do. It. I think they have one of the plaza, and you could schedule naps, or at least you could pre, you know, pre-COVID, pre the dark times, in the before times. But Casper uh, was was not the only mattress store that was online however which meant that consumers had their choice of retailers online as well they could use purple they could use a couple other ones what i was right there is one on the plaza nice because every time we passed it josh was like you can schedule to take naps here and i was like i'm not gonna do that (laughs) but like cool it's it's neat to know that's an option but yeah i do not want to sleep in front of strangers ever that would be creepy as heck So part of the branding and marketing of these new online mattress stores even focused on how negative the traditional mattress shopping experience was. Mm -hmm. I'll eventually say a sentence correctly in my life. (laughs) So, and mattress firm caught on to this, that they Mm -hmm. were using their store as... As an example. As an example of, doesn't mattress shopping suck? Oof. And in 2017, they even tried to sue Tuft and Needle, a bed in a box company, for such advertisements. Yeah, which I don't, I I didn't find the results on whether or not they won that case. I, I, I feel doubt like they it. can't because it's yeah. just a mattress store. They used a generic mattress store that just happened to look a lot like mattress firm. You know, it, it parody laws, parody laws. So, in October of 2018, Mattress Firm filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Oof. Uh, they, in part, blamed this on another scandal. It was 
this time a scheme amongst a group of developers, a couple of executives, and a real estate broker that they claim pushed them to aggressively expand. There was so much dirty laundry and mattresses, or should I say dirty bedding? <laughs> Technically, bedding's still laundry, so you still could have kept it. Right. Mm. <laughs> Shut up. I really soiled the sheets on that one. Ah. <laughs> God. But they had even already brought up charges against uh, those they felt responsible in October of 2017. Mm-hmm. The executives involved were accused of receiving kickbacks from the broker and developers. But Kevin Murphy, the CEO of Mattress Firm that defended the proximity of the stores to one another, was not one of those individuals. Because, no, I'm pretty sure he's just not the brightest marketer out there. Well, (laughs) really? Yeah. Really, Ashlyn? What led you to believe that? Yeah. So, in the end, this bankruptcy resulted in the closure of at least 700 stores. Oh, no, of their 3,500. 3,600. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so they still they still have nearly 3,000 3, stores. Yeah, they're fine. I think one of the numbers that I saw was actually uh, in Chicago. They had 235 stores, mm-hmm. and they were trying in to Chicago cut Chicago? And they were trying to cut it down to only 200 stores. Like, that was their goal, and I was like... Chicago's not that big. <gasps> what, do you, what do you mean? Oh my lord. Cutting it down to only 200 stores. Oh my lord. People were like, that's still a lot of mattress firms yeah. here. So we have to come to this uh, question, though. Was it illegal business or just bad? Bum, bum, bum. Well, this, this is more of the... Com- the uh, opinions section so Mm -hmm. let me know i've let you know as basically as much information as there is on this case on this conspiracy as it were uh i personally don't really see anything to suggest money laundering but uh it reminds me that ceos aren't great (laughs) any thoughts on what? <laughs> on everything I just said. Oh, I I thought you were going to get into something thing. else. No, I I told you I've I've basically said said all my information that I've got. I I want to know your opinions oh, on it. On the conspiracy that it's a yeah. money. Ashlyn, you know I'm a person to to say that people are a money money laundering front. <laughs> I know. I felt I felt like this was particularly uh, of interest to you. I like to just randomly speculate and make people very un- very uncomfortable and nervous. I'm a bad person. <laughs> you really are, but it's fine for now. It's mainly as a gag. I don't actually yeah. want them to be upset. Yeah, she just upsets people on accident for my own enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're really messed up. In that, aren't you? Just noticing. <laughs> Oh my gosh, am I am I wrong here? No. Oh my god. It's everyone else. <laughs> yes, clearly it's everyone else's problem, not mine. Ha ha ha. Yeah, so am I the villain? <laughs> You're the villain I took a quiz the story. other day that was like, what are you in the story? And it said I was the villain. <laughs> and I was like, what the what the heck? Oh no. According to my my um what is that the 16 personalities 
Oh, the MBTI. According to that, I am the protagonist. So or the Myers. I think that is the Myers Briggs. Yeah. Oh no. I'm just the stupid one. No. I know. No, I'm. I'm usually the helper. In the in those scenarios, yeah, I was, or the hero. I was, I I was the protagonist, which was the hero, and I was like, "Oh, that one was you." Okay, I was like, "What? <laughs> me?" Yeah. I was like the helper, what? and I'm like, "Yeah, okay, that's fair." I was like, "Who me?" I try to help. I'm not always good at it, but I try. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm admitting my faults. I'm not <laughs> good at helping, but I do try. All right, so back to the topic at hand: mm. money laundering ah. thoughts. Well, I think it's a really inefficient way to clean your laundry. Lysol works pretty well, too. Uh, <laughs> and I'm how do you sorry. feel about the lack of cash usage during COVID? <laughs> that's true. I'm like, ooh, that's really, like, not great for them. Yeah. Anybody who's wanting money. My mouth just stopped working for a second. Anyone who's money laundering right now is probably like, well, a lot of people do that now via uh, bank transfers. Like they'll what? have it uh, spread out amongst different foreign banks, what? and then transfer it all, and then funnel it all back. I into put America. way too much effort into this. I'm gonna be honest. I, I know, think it'd be a, a little job. bit easier to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> just stop being lazy and get a job. I know it's a little or hard. Do the lazy thing and get a job. I don't know. Right now, it, it's like it's like those people who you know work so that they don't have to work like they work really hard at working the system so that they don't have to work we know a couple people like that. yeah that's true i personally just like to show everybody up and be the best person at any job that i do um and then unfortunately i'm too indisposable and (laughs) it's a downfall and then you're doing everyone's job because they don't need anyone else right Except so my it's my Virgo nature. Uh, <laughs> we are not getting into this right now. <laughs> I just wrote a personality test and astrology <laughs> in one podcast just for you, Ash. Um, Miranda, and these what, are just and what Hogwarts house are you? I'm honestly not certain. You're probably Gryffindor, like across no. between Gryffindor and Hufflepuff. Oddly enough, uh, every time I've taken the quiz, the only two things I've ever gotten was Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw, actually. Yeah, the Ravenclaw really threw me off there. You don't like to try things. Like, that's... No, but it's that nature to want to be the best at everything that I do and put everything. That's more that. Slytherin. I've never been called that, so don't oh my not come at me. I do know in the American version, I'm the American version of a Hufflepuff. Well, okay, so that one's not like actually... Badger. That one's not actually uh, the American version of a Hufflepuff. So the thing with the American versions is that they're all kind of based on the parts of the body the one that you are is like the heart yeah, yeah something like that the heart i'm a thunderbird i'm the Fun. soul i the got adventurer. a badger you got a thunderbird ah this has <sighs> nothing to do with money laundering but now i'm upset <laughs> i know i love i love the the over morning houses a bit more than the regular uh i just i honestly i've ones. only seen the movies don't at me we had a very religious mother <laughs> growing up <laughs> no also okay i was an avid reader and I, I would read anything, and I still didn't really read the books that much. The culture surrounding the books was more entertaining to me than the actual story. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's kind of dope. like an entertaining thing to be a part of, just because everyone's so gung ho. Right, and I've seen all the movies, and, and it's it's nice that they have created like this community around it where you can take your Hogwarts out quiz, and it's and it's in such an interactive way that now you know what wand you would have, your Patronus. Yeah. Like it, it, it gets fun. Everything. 
but it's also kind of fun when you can leave it because especially considering um recent events with the author ah, yeah yeah uh, but she is not she doesn't money launder so that has nothing to do with no, this what episode. she does is worse yep <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry uh but you know denying yes what 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 local areas do you think are money laundering? <laughs> I'm kidding. Let's not get ourselves in trouble. With the local I don't mob. necessarily think that any place around here is money laundering. I, I think there's some shady crud going on. But the thing is, Kansas City actually historically uh, has a lot of mob presence. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a famous mobster who's killed outside of, of Union Station. Yeah, but I I mean like, the entire city was controlled by the mob. Oh my! And yeah, no, it it's been a. We should do that sometime. We should talk yeah, about. You started it. mentioning that in one of my episodes that had nothing to do with my episode. It has to do with this one. I know. So it's okay now. <laughs> it's fine to talk about it now. I but just, I just like I just really research. need to talk about the Kansas City mob. I need you to talk about the Kansas City mob. Why? Because it it kind of goes more into your area because there's not really too many conspiracies since it was more of like something that everyone knew about but since sometimes the mob did good things for the city we just didn't talk about it <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's actually what happened i really want you to do research oh into goodness. this please anyway so long story short is mattress firm a money laundering scheme not really um so I believe that it was a company that definitely didn't pay close enough attention to the market changes that were happening. I and think somehow they were just really stupid. Somehow they were a company with a lot of money. Oh, yeah, because it was like a multi-billion dollar yeah. industry at that point. Somehow they were just a company with a lot of money but didn't have somebody or not necessarily one person competent mm-hmm. enough. They just didn't pay enough attention to what they were doing. I think part of it was also the fact that at the time of this purchase and you know, for a couple years afterwards, they were, they had a corrupt seat or they had corrupt leadership. Yeah. That happens with a lot of, not, things. not just in, uh, not just in mattress firm, but in their, uh, parent company. Mm-hmm. So when you get those two factors together, and especially considering that at the time it was a multi-billion dollar industry, uh, you kind of dropped the ball somewhere when you're more focused on, making yourself money than actually keeping the business afloat. Hmm. Which is really, uh, okay. I wanted to leave it on this. I'm not saying that you can't, I'm not saying that you can't be a CEO and a good person. I'm just saying it's really hard. Mm-hmm. I am saying though, that if you're a billionaire, Eat you're a bad rich. person. No, <laughs> That's been something coming up on, on social media recently again oh it's it's been a thing i know you've been part of the eat the rich movement for quite some time okay i don't really want to eat them but like (laughs) i mean we have a lot of resistance okay (laughs) (laughs) ashlyn i'm really afraid the kansas city mom's gonna come after us i don't know i feel like i feel like we could reason with them i feel like they're kind of (laughs) i don't think they were in league with mattress firm so it's it should be fine what if but I have I think, to buy a mattress? I think the Kansas City mob was... Okay, I'm not going to say that because I don't know what research is going to come up. But uh, I think that it might have been more... Uh, less corrupt than the 
Yeah, probably. I mean, they're just like families. Yeah, but also, okay, think about how With many a lot of, like, dead bodies are probably in Lake of the Ozarks. Not probably. It's been confirmed. Oh, yeah, there's a <laughs> lot. And those are probably from the Kansas okay. City Okay. At least in part. What an episode this has been. I know. We talked about everything and nothing all at once. Wow. And we came back I thought here. there was going to be a little bit more about the conspiracy. I'm going to be I honest. know. I wanted there to be something more to the conspiracy. But in reality, it was... I, I'm I'm a little disappointed because it just turns out that uh, it was like one of my episodes. It feels good mm-hmm. to happen to you. <laughs> what? It feels good that this happened to you once. Oh, what? That I did enough research that it it just kind of was sad. No, because every time I think I am like, yeah, this is gonna have plenty of stuff in the bed. Then it then it then it. Well, there were not. plenty of avenues to to talk about i mean i could have gotten further in depth with the business no, side of all of it if that. you really wanted don't, me to don't do that to me i have so many sources for this get out of here have no idea no i have at least 23 sources so this has been no I'm just kidding <laughs> but yeah in, in the end it really does seem like it was just really bad marketing mm. and a bad i guess market outlook if that makes sense yeah. Uh, any any closing thoughts uh, about before we wrap it up here with uh, Mattress Firm? No. I think if you have any closing thoughts, please email us at matterthanacaterpillar mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Yeah, you know, let us know if, if, if you know of any companies specifically that are either fronts for the mob or money laundering. I think yeah. they go hand in hand. Well, and, and quite frankly, I mean, if if you have more evidence as to the money, la- money laundering thing, I'm not ruling it out. Abs- mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because while I didn't find any evidence to say that there was money laundering, I didn't find any evidence to say there wasn't. So once again, you can email us at matterthanacaterpillar at gmail.com. You can follow us and message us. message dm us uh, (laughs) (laughs) on instagram at matter than a caterpillar and on twitter at matter than a cat because matter than a caterpillar (laughs) wouldn't fit (laughs) um and uh mm, uh, i also email mm, us uh with any ideas of other conspiracy theories that please that you might think or 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 other things paranormal (laughs) true crime anything spoopy doopy do. Yeah, and whatever you're <laughs> listening on, make sure you give us a review of some sort, maybe a rating. Yes, please do. Let us know, and email us, uh, or leave a comment if you think that we're uh, doing something odd. Yeah, critique us. Go ahead. See, I'm not going to guarantee that we're going to listen to it, but we'll, t- we'll we'll read it. We'll, we'll certainly read it. Yeah, and I will <laughs> definitely take it personally. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm I'm, actu- I'm actually pretty good at I'll accepting criticism. I'll probably just criticisms. get angry and go, "What? How dare you?" No, I'm just kidding. And I'll and I'll probably be f- be fine with it. Uh, um, I might cry a little bit, but it'll be okay. <laughs> it'll be a good cry. Right. So you know, just yeah, tell 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 everybody because we want more friends. And, yeah. And, and everything's better with a bigger community, don't you think? Absolutely. Um. So, tell your mom. Tell your dad. Tell your friends. Tell the FBI agent listening through your phone. And tell the money that's in your laundry. And good night. (laughs) (laughs) You like that one?
<laughs> tell the money that's hidden in your pantaloons. I was going to say, I was like, tell the money that's in your closet. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? that's in your pocket, in your closet. <laughs>